when you've listened to the pod and it's really good. What you gonna do? Leave a review! This is Potter Watch and we're begging you. Accio! Five star reviews! Leave reviews, guys. Thanks. Back to your regularly scheduled podcasting. Amazing. <laughs> that will be used for a while. <laughs> I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, 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 bum. Chapter 11. The Sorting Hat's New Song. <laughs> I was inspired. I, it literally came to me. Uh, that was the best thing I've ever heard. Thank you. Um, All right. Anyway. Um, so, what do you think of this uh, chapter? Well, the old chapter 11, The Sorting mm-hmm. Hat's New Song, mm-hmm. is fine. I liked it. I liked the chapter. I think we have different opinions on the chapter. I was not fine about it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, there's nothing I didn't like about it, but it's like, you know, they go to Hogwarts, they sing a song, they get into a fight. Um, we don't... Oh, did I almost haiku that? Sorry. Um, (laughs) That was like it. (laughs) First of all, we don't always get a song. A song <laughs> is a privilege. The song is V-Juicy. Yeah, and this is my favorite one of the songs. Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite part, but, like, other than that, it's, like, normal, kind of. Well, I mean, the end, too, is, like, exciting, but it's not, like, you know, it's not as juicy to me. Yeah, I I liked it, but we'll, um, yeah. we'll talk about that. We'll get through, through that. And maybe it's also that, um... I also I, think talking about it, I'll, I'll like it more. Um, um, all right. What did you rename it? Hypocrites of a high degree. Oh, yeah. 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 There were some, some levels. There's some levels there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just added of a high degree because I didn't know what else to write. But I like that. Yeah. Just instead of just hypocrites. <laughs> well, you know, I love my alliteration, so. Yeah. Um, I renamed it, I was gonna just read, because I put The Sorting Hat's new song at the top, I was just about to say The, the Sorting, Sorting Hat's, Hat's new, new song. song. <laughs> I plagiarized. So clever. Um, no, um, my rename is, um, a little bit of a play on, um, The Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, lovely. It's called A Song of Hats and Liars. Ooh, that's Thank great. Thank you. I love that. Love a good hat trick joke. (laughs) Oh no. I love it. We need to like, I think that song threw me (laughs) off. We're in a weird weird mood. We're in a weird placement. Oh man. Um, Okay. Okay. I'm going to do my haiku because it's not great. Okay. Um, And then you can, you know, send us home. DeVos in the house. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, I forgot to make a note about it, so. <laughs> um, I know we have a lot of listeners that are not 
um, from the United States. If you don't know who Betsy DeVos is, good. Um, but she is the Secretary of Education, unfortunately, and literally wore an all-pink suit to Congress. And there are lots of side-by-sides of her and Umbridge, and there's good reason for that. Um, so shall I continue? <laughs> wow! You said your haiku wasn't good, and well, then you pulled out DeVos. It's not like a good line. <laughs> There. No, it's it's good. Keep going. DeVos in the house. <laughs> the hat tries to sort things out. Seamus is a louse. <laughs> They're just like, it didn't, I just threw in the louse thing because I needed to He's connect a louse. somehow. <laughs> he is a louse. I think I'm using that word correctly. Oh, I thought a louse was like the singular of lice. I didn't think there was a singular of yeah, Laos. We. <laughs> oh boy. I think you may be right. What were you thinking? Because okay. he could be a louse. No, wait. There's two. There's, there's two, two definitions. Of either louse. of two small wingless parasitic insects that live on the skin of mammals and birds. Lice. Or, informal, a contemptible or unpleasant person. You can mm. also use it as a verb um, to spoil or ruin things. Mm. Or to remove lice from. You louse it. That seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> louse the louse! Yeah. So, we were both right there. Wow. Great. And Great here work, has been a grammar lesson with Potter. Houses United, am I right? Yes. <laughs> Get it? Because this chapter is about... Unity. Yeah. House unity. All right, let's hear it. Um, a contagious coup. Ancient Ooh. warning sung anew. Few friends remain true. Ooh. Yeah. Contagious because she's always coughing. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to send us in their best... <laughs> Because Jim Dale does a great yeah. hem hem. His is like clearly not a cop. Like, his is like clearly obnoxious, which is how it's supposed to be. Do you want to start? Let me start. Either one. First thoughts? Mine's on Ginny. Ginny? Yes. I love Ginny's reaction to Hagrid. It's so similar to Harry's. She's like, where is he? What's wrong? Um, and then she's like, he's a great teacher. <laughs> like, she's on it with Ron and Harry. Yeah. Other Hermione. people. Loonbugs. Well, I don't blame Luna. Well, I was like, I'm surprised. My first note is I'm surprised Luna doesn't like Hagrid. Like, that's kind of, like, out of, I feel like, out of character for me. Yeah, like, that his kind of teaching almost seems like it would be up more up her alley. Right. And, like, the, you can tell how much he cares about creatures. Right. I wonder how, what experiences she's had with them, because if it's just the blast-ended scroots, then pro- yeah. not great. Not great. We also have to remember she's, like, a year younger, so maybe... Yeah. I just don't know. Um, But, like, on that, like... What do you think Hermione thinks of, like, Ravenclaws? Like, how do you think she views them? 
That's such a good question. Because I think she probably, like, kind of looks down on Ravenclaws. Because she's like, I don't need to be in Ravenclaw because I'm a Gryffindor. But I'm still, like, just as smart as you. Like, do you think she feels like she has to prove herself with Ravenclaws? Um... No. I... It's hard because Hermione just, like, is smart. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like... But she also values it. Yeah, she that which, which makes me think she'll respect Ravenclaws and not, like... I think if a Ravenclaw tried to, like, be... I can't... Yeah. You know, if the Ravenclaw snobby. tried to be snobby to her, or tried to look down on her, then I think she would put that Ravenclaw in their place. But I think if Hermione were to, like, get a study group together with a bunch of, like, Ravenclaws, she might enjoy it. Because she doesn't really like Luna. But Luna's not a typical Ravenclaw. She doesn't like Cho, I don't think. Well, that's because Cho's Cho. Um, she seems fine with Terry Boot. I just don't think we've met, like, a Ravenclaw that Hermione would like. Like, I don't think Cho or Luna are, like, what I picture as, like, typical Ravenclaws. Right. Um, but I feel like Penelope Clearwater and Hermione. That's could what get I was on about to say. Probably Penelope, pretty well because Hermione warned her. Yeah, her, and I think Hermione like respects the rules, and I think she respects intellect. So I think a Ravenclaw that was like really into like just learning things, yeah. and she, I think she would like working with them. But I don't. I guess my question was gonna be like, do you think she's insecure about it? And, and I don't think she. No, is. I don't. Yeah, I don't think she feels like that. Yeah. And I think she's definitely proud to be a Gryffindor. Yeah. Like, she wanted to be a Gryffindor. Right. Um, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I think she's really proud to be Gryffindor. And I think that's what kind of makes her Gryffindor. Yeah. Like, she wants to be there. Like, she's not like, right. I'm in the... Never once does she doubt she's in the wrong house. Yeah, she doesn't go through that complex. Um... Um, Lavender and Pavardi, the Gryffindor gossips. Um, why didn't Harry just reach out and touch one of those Thestrals? If he was, like, wondering if they were really there. Like, that's what I would do if I think something's, like, not really there. Like, I would touch it. You're you. And see if I could feel it. You're logical. Harry doesn't want to look like a fool. Like... I don't like, know. It just seems wild that air. he wouldn't touch it to see if it's actually there. I mean, it's like a dream, like you pinch yourself. You're not wrong. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes, like, if my ears pop, I'm like, did I, am I deaf now? And I'll just, like, do, I'll make, make noise to just check that my hearing is still good. <laughs> Basically. Because sometimes if you're, like, it gets really quiet, like, you know how sometimes, like, it, like, the air almost feels, like, s- stopped. Yeah. And you're, like. And there's, like, no noise. I'm like, oh, my God. Can I not hear? <laughs> Can I? Am I okay? And then I just kind of, like, cough. I usually do a... <clears throat> and you I'm do like, a... <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm perfectly fine. I'm fine. It's no, no worries. <laughs> Good job, Harry. Spot on with his uh, analysis of where Hagrid is. Yeah. That's really proud of him. Really intuitive of you. Hurry, hurry. Don't know why I said I like that, but... Harry, hurry. 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 Harry Potter. Don't know what I'm doing. Okay. 
Um, Harry Potter has come to Hogwarts. Ron is literally so quick to believe anything that relieves him of stress. Oh, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Harry could have been like, oh, I bet, uh, I bet Hagrid just ran off with Madame Maxine. And, and Ron would be like, oh, yeah, makes sense. Can we eat now? <laughs> Can I just not think about anything stressful? Right. He's an avoider. Yeah, definitely an avoider. Um, okay, the cardigan burns are... Everyone's got something to say, say about, about it. the cardigan. <laughs> like, how ugly is this pink cardigan that everyone feels the need to comment on it? What do you think she and Dumbledore are talking about? Because she's like talking in his ear when, like, he when Harry looks up at them. I'm like, what do you think? What would they possibly talk about? They like hate each other. Maybe about. her say maybe she was like um I'd like to say a few words and he was like in his speech trying to like sidestep her and like not have it happen I don't think she would have told him yeah me either she really caught him oh I have I have words about that yeah about that little speech but um pouchy is an odd word they describe her eyes as pouchy and I'm like I know what that like like, I have an image in my head, but I, it's, like, a weird word. I I feel it as, like, it's got... I see it as, like, she's got, like, a literally, like, a pouch under her eyes. Yeah, because like they're like so, bags, like, they're bags. And, and when sunken. you're old, the, like, bags that, like, become, like, a little, like, pouch, like a purse. Yeah. I, I actually kind of think it, like... I, like, know exactly what she means. I like it because it causes a lot of imagery, but it's just, like, a, a word you don't weird. hear much. Yeah. She has some really good descriptive language in this chapter that I've sort of, like, pointed up. Um, give Jim a Grammy for that song. Jim Dale's Sorting Hat song is great, especially uh, love it. the end. Can we, like, just let the listeners... Let's just hear it. Hear it. In times of old when I was new and Hogwarts barely started, the founders of our noble school thought never to be parted. United by a common goal, they had the self-same yearning to make the world's best magic school and pass along their learning. Together we will build and teach, the four good friends decided. Never did they dream that they might someday be divided. For were there such friends anywhere as Slytherin and Gryffindor, unless it was the second pair of Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw? So how could it have gone so wrong? How could such friendships fail? Why, I was there and so can tell the whole sad sorry tale. Said Slytherin, we'll teach just those whose ancestry is purest. Said Ravenclaw, we'll teach those whose intelligence is surest. Said Gryffindor, We'll teach all those with brave deeds to their name. Said Hufflepuff, I'll teach the lot and treat them just the same. These differences caused little strife when first they came to light, for each of the four founders had a house in which they might take only those they wanted so. For instance, Slytherin took only pure-blood wizards of great cunning, just like him. And only those of sharpest mind were taught by Ravenclaw, while the bravest and the boldest went 
to daring Gryffindor. Good Hufflepuff, she took the rest, and taught them all she knew. Thus the houses and their founders retain friendships firm and true. So Hogwarts worked in harmony for several happy years. But then discord crept among us, feeding on our faults and fears. The houses that, like Pillars Four, had once held up our school, now turned upon each other and, divided, sought to rule. And for a while it seemed the school must meet an early end, what with dueling and with fighting and the clash of friend on friend. And at last there came a morning when old Slytherin departed, and though the fighting then died out, he left us quite downhearted. And never since the founders four were whittled down to three have the houses been united as they once were meant to be. And now the sorting hat is here, and you all know the score. I sort you into houses, because that is what I'm for. But this year I'll go further, listen closely to my song. Though condemned I am to split you, still I worry that it's wrong. Though I must fulfill my duty and must quarter every year, still I wonder whether sorting may not bring the end I fear. Oh, no, the perils, read the signs, the warning history shows, for our Hogwarts is in danger from external deadly foes. And we must unite inside her or we'll crumble from within. I have told you, I have warned you, let the sorting now begin. So good. And then I was also thinking we should go, like, section by section and like talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I have some it. notes per section. I'm ready. Um, were Gryffindor and Slytherin really best friends? Like I feel like I, I can see it. Because I was like it's like Scalia and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> yes, just like that. They were best that friends. That classic pair. But I this is what I wanted to discuss. So I think, like, they, the the whole lore is that they were all best friends. Yeah, but they specifically say, as, for were there such friends anywhere as Slytherin and Gryffindor? I think Slytherin and Gryffindor, as we talked about on our dating episode, Valentine's Day special, they, like, work, and I think in a friendship, too, like, in a similar way, where it's, like, they have a lot of passion, and they both, like, had passion to, like, build this school and to, you know educate through magic and then they realize some fundamental issues i was also thinking that like it probably because they're all like pure blood wizards and it was like they probably weren't really thinking about the politics of like muggle-borns and all of that like yeah. i feel like that might have been like a political issue as the school was being created and that's yeah. why it shed that light on the like on, on, on that, that you issue. just don't yeah. know who you're going into business with, you know, until it's too late. Because I just feel like Gryffindor was one of the ones that was, like, most adamant against Slytherin, like, when shit went down, so. Yeah, no, me too, but I think that makes, you know, what did we say about Gryffindor? It's, it's like, you don't believe in their, uh, their cause or their moral alignment, they'll cut you. yeah. Interesting. 
Also, I just feel like Gryffindor is like the most likely to be that adamant against Slytherin. And ter- you know, like right. they're they're the ones that are most easily like passionate and like swayed about that kind of thing. Like I think Ravenclaw would have probably been like, I bet there's a logical way to do this, and Hufflepuff would have been like, I'll take the lot, I'll treat yeah. them all the same. I just feel like the ones that would be best friends are Ravenclaws and Slytherins and Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. I think they're definitely, she's, or the sorting hat is definitely, like, working, and J.K. Rowling is working with, like, opposites attract right. kind of I know, thing. and I just feel like it's, I'm calling BS on it, that's all. I don't know, I think there could also be, like, tension between Slytherin and, um, and, um, and Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. We also, I hate to do this, but have to take gender into account like at that time where like like the two oh, men it's males yeah that, and the no, two I women that's that's a good point that's mm-hmm. a good point um also shout out to my fan fiction world a lot of people have like ships within the to the founders so mm. but they're like though i'm not really in that fandom so i've seen like a very varied mix like i've seen most people there's every combination out there yeah exactly like slytherin and gryffindor and like the two best friends are one but then it's also like i've seen a lot of hufflepuff slytherin which i think is really cute i ship that one and i've seen obviously like gryffindor ravenclaw but that one's not as fun for me like it's not as like juicy as um Hufflepuff and Slytherin or Gryffindor and Slytherin I think that this sorting song is the worst explanation of Hufflepuffs and Slytherins well I I disagree I think I like what she says about her lines about Hufflepuffs well just like worse than like she took the rest. Like, it's not really, like, anything about them as people. Like, but I like I the think other the- ones that describe them as, like, you know, certain traits are what makes a Hufflepuff. Yes, but I think this does do a good job of, like, getting what was at the core of Hufflepuff, which is that, like, everyone should be treated equal right. and the loving of all people. Like, I think it's a good description of Helga Hufflepuff, but, like, to be a Hufflepuff and just hear, like, you're just, like... The leftovers, like I think that sucks. No, it does suck. But I'm I'm saying I think like that's very telling of Hufflepuff though. That yeah. it's like the especially like and Hufflepuff said she'd take the lot. Um like it sticks with me. Like I don't Yeah. Like I think about that all the time when And we're, treat them all the same is the really the yeah. the part that I think is really telling is like they just want everyone to be created equal. Like was Martin Luther King a Hufflepuff? He did choose mm-hmm. nonviolence. Jesse definitely a Gryffindor. Sure. Definitely a Griff. Um, and then Slytherin is just like, I mean, cunning is like not necessarily bad, but I feel like it has a bad connotation. So Slytherin isn't that bad, but it wasn't like, it didn't put them in a great light in this well, one. Well, this book doesn't put Slytherin in a good The whole series. Book. The whole series. But like, I think like in this song in particular, like Slytherin is getting the rap for... Right. It's their fault. It is their fault, though. That's what sucks about the Slytherin is innately evil. It's like they don't get a great start with their headmaster, with their head of, uh, their founding. Oh, yeah. Their founder. <laughs> you know, like, he it's was a racist asshole, so. And murderer. <laughs> and literally only thought about um, accepting the. Not only that, put a basilisk in the school right. to kill non muggle born. Yes. Like, that's savage. Um, 
But yeah, I just feel like in the other books, there's usually like a little bit more to the descriptions yeah. of the people that are in the houses, not just like the founders, I guess. I agree. But I know that this is the point of this one. But reading between the lines, the sorting hats, like, yeah, 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 we get it. Brave, loyal, smart, um, cunning. But can we get to what the real tea is? And that is that shit is going down and we need to correct it. So here's where things get a little bit crazy. Um, God, it's so long. Where do you think he, like, Slytherin departed? Where do you think he went, like, to live out the rest of his days? That's got to be so weird. Maybe he died in the chamber. I don't think so. I know, but that would be kind of cool. Maybe he went and started Durmstrang, too. <laughs> Ooh, that would be interesting. I ran away to start Durmstrang. I'm going to pick farts. Um. Or he runs St. Brutus's school for... Uh, <laughs> he would never run a muggle school. What he, they're basically torturing them there, so maybe. Maybe, yeah. And now the sorting hat is here, and you all know the score. I sorted you into houses because that is what I'm for. But this year I'll go further. Listen closely to my song. Though condemned I am to split you, still I worry that it's wrong. Yeah, let's unpack Oh, shit! Hypocritical? I know that's, like, what he's saying is, like, I'm being a hypocrite. I think he's saying, like... I'm torn. Like, this is literally what I'm created to do, but I worry that I'm causing more harm than good. Like, he can't control that he, like, this is the magic that... I'm not blaming the hat. You know, I've had some issues with the hat I know! You, I feel like you're attacking the hat, and the hat is trying to right some wrongs here. Uh, No, I like what the hat is saying, but I'm like, he's, like, calling himself or herself out for being hypocritical. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, like, fine, like... I was just kind of pointing that out. Yeah. Um, yes. Because, um, like, even the way they split them up, I hate. Because it's, like, there's, like, all the cheering, like, for your, you know, your people that are there. And it's, like, yes, like, I like that. Because it's, like, oh, like, this mm-hmm. is my team, kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, from the get-go, it's, like, you know, we got hotter or, like, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. don't know. It just feels so wrong like I don't know to put people into houses is like its own downfall I think well I was kind of inspired to write something okay um about like the sorting hat so I think that uh based on this chapter I think if I was gonna write something it'd be like a thing where it was like the sorting hat is burned in the battle of Hogwarts and so like, the magic of the founders is still there in, like, a new sorting hat, but the new sorting hat is all, like, brand new and, like, modern and has... Progressive. And progressive and has decided that, um, the... That the... You're not chosen until second year, so you take all... First years take all of their classes together and they operate as, like, one school. Hmm. And then you're sorted in second year. So it's, like, you make friends with other houses and you learn the benefit of having each house and then the sorting hat gets to like 
see a little bit more of who they have been as wizards in their heads. Interesting. Yeah. What if people got resorted every year? Like, do you think that um, people change? That I think people change. I, I think that would cause more trouble than... Like, maybe twice, like, in your time. Like, maybe you're sorted. Like, after fourth year? Yeah. Um, because I think... But then you have to leave all your friends. It's sort of like moving. But, like, the idea is, like, you don't have to leave your friends. Like, you can still hang out with the people from the other houses. Yeah, but you won't have, like, your roommates. Yeah. But maybe you don't want them. <laughs> you want to separate the marauders in fourth year? Yeah, I want to take Peter out. Yeah, that'd be the only one that changed. I don't know. I, I, I like, because, like, you know, they have their Quidditch team, and, like, there are yeah, some see, things with houses that I change. like. You couldn't change, like, right. people's team. Right. Like, there are parts of, like, having a house that's, like, really nice and lovely that you have, like, this family when mm-hmm. you're there, but it causes... They, they create so much competition between the houses. Like, by design, like, they have the house points and, like... Right, you like, sit I think at we your should table. do away with house points and the tables. Definitely. But, and then, like, the teams, but, like, the teams is fine. Like, that was it. Like, if it yeah, was the just Quidditch, the Quidditch yeah. teams. But, yeah, the house points is rough. I think, if anything, it should be by grade. Do the house points by grade. Yeah, that, yes. Yes. Because, like, I like house points. Like, yeah. I need some, a little 20 points for You need a consequence years. for stuff. So. Yeah. Um, but it does, like, the innate competition of it all. I feel is, like first years would win. <laughs> first years would win. It'd be like, it'd be like seniors, like, <laughs> you could have like, senioritis. We have, we have, like, we have to study for newts. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck They'd about They'd be like, let's points. try and get the least amount. <laughs> Although, did, any help, in homecoming, did you guys battle against other grades? In what way? Like, in, in, like, hall, we had hallway decorating. Oh, yeah, we did have different Slith- grades. I mean, Slytherins. <laughs> seniors won every year. Oh, yeah. But that's also because seniors cared the most, I think. Right, that's what I mean. So it might be like that, where it's like yeah. a, where the seniors have to win all the time. Like, fifth years never win, ever. <laughs> yeah. Just, the middle year is like, they're really well, they're stressed like about their owls. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a sixth year would probably do the best because they don't have any WTs to worry mm-hmm. about. Um, Sometimes juniors did win and seniors would be pissed. I feel like the seniors just like won by default always. Also, I don't know how like the grading worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I, so I, like, a little thing about this book, I feel like the DA, um, is, like, a good way for, like, all three, three of the houses to join together. Like, they're yeah. all represented, except for Slytherin, sorry, Slid. I, that is my one complaint. Like, I do wish we had, like, one, one. Like one. Daphne Greengrass. <laughs> I need you to not be so sassy. <laughs> I actually like, think, if like, had based on fan it. fiction personalities, a story of Greengrass would have been <laughs> the more likely to go against her family. But that's also, like, J.K. Rowling post-book canon. Wait, which, because they're not in the book. Well, Daphne is mentioned in the book. In this chapter? <laughs> um, 
no, I think it would have been like wait for the day. Millicent Bolshevik. Yeah, Mill- Millicent would have been another good Millie. option too. I love Mill. I love my girl Mill. She's also a great fan. And she's character. like actually a character. Yeah. But can you imagine? Because of all of her strife with Herm and the. Yeah. second year and then we like grew and i could just see her being like really timid and being like can i join be, and people, people would be like you're me. a spy yeah like, Zachary smith would have been a little shit and then hermione would stand up for her and then ron would be a dick ron would be a super dick bd neville, in a bad neville way would be friends <laughs> with her neville now i ship millicent and neville that would have been cool Thanks, JK. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah Abbott. Oh, fucking Hannah <laughs> But yeah, good job on the DA for most of it. But that's like kind of what happens. I mean, that's what happened in history is like 3v1, and then that like repeats itself, obvi. Yeah. I just wish we, we got one, the seventh one, with one redeem. It's not Pansy's best look. I was reading a like Jenny Pansy fic the other day, and um, Pans- is it not Pansy's best look? It's not her best look. Does she have any good looks in the actual books? No, <laughs> no. But like, if she didn't like do that to Harry, she could easily just be excused at like, oh, she was just a bitch when she was little. But she like literally tried to give Harry. <laughs> I was like dark, a seven. Year. Yeah, yeah. It, as to the Dark Lord, like it's not a good look for her. <laughs> yeah, it, she should. That's like the understatement <laughs> of the year. That's not a good look. <laughs> oh boy. It's like it was like not a good look for Voldemort to like, go after Harry as a baby. It was just a bad look. <laughs> he just looked bad. It was like he, not his color. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all my notes on the songy song. <laughs> the singy song. I have warned you, dot, dot, dot. Now let the sorting begin. Yeah, now that I've said how bad it is, let's do it. Let's do the do. Uh, did you have anything else on the song? No, I don't. I like that she's kind of like reintroducing Nick because mm-hmm. of what he's going to play later in the book. Go, so she's kind of like setting him up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that we so like Nicholas forgot who he is, but he hasn't really, he wasn't in like the last book, I don't think very much. No. Or the last two, I guess. He hasn't been featured really since Death Day Party. Death Day Party, it's because it was so ill received. <laughs> the Death Day Party was not. You know, I might take back what I said about Death Day. I was not as no, you it. loved it. Yeah, yeah. I like the Death Day Party. I don't. I took a stance. You took, I a, took a hard stance. stance. It was a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> this is our thing now. Oh, I have I have a new hashtag for us when we get oh, to it. Yes. <laughs> Our our current one is hashtag not a good look. <laughs> um, Harry is like jinxed because every time he says like, this is how like this is normal or I'm looking forward to this at Hogwarts, it like gets taken away. Even him being like, Dumbledore giving a speech, that's normal. And then Umbridge fucks that up. I'm like, stop saying that you want things to be the way they were because they're not going to be now. Yeah. You're jinxed, Harry. You jinxed, mate. 
Um, so I have like this description that I thought was really good. It's in the same section as you're talking about. Um, Harry says, like, jar in his head, in his brain. Abs. (laughs) Harry is not this poetic out of his mouth. Um, like jarring notes in a familiar song. I know, I like that. Um, I, I didn't catch it, I feel like, most times I read it. And I really love it. Like, I was like, okay, JK. Yes, queen. That's exactly what it's like. That's exactly what it's like. Such good writing. Um... I missed, I've been missing a bit of Dumbledore's whimsy. Yeah. So I was glad we have this little moment of him being like, and now for the speech. Enjoy. (laughs) You know? Tuck in. Tuck in. Um, Ron, no tact. Nope. No, no. No tact. Also, like, don't you know how to fucking eat? Like. No. It's disgusting. (laughs) You're, you're. You're disgusting. You're so upset. Like, one. You're rude to Nick. Like, zero yeah. tact with Nick. <laughs> Two, like, you're literally don't, like, you're putting so much food in your mouth that you can't, and then talking <laughs> while having the food in your <laughs> mouth. Like, it's not going anywhere. Like, there's plenty of food. <laughs> he didn't get a lot growing up. She, he got I'm fed. I'm just kidding. He was He fed. might not have gotten other things, but he certainly I was, was fed. It's disgusting, Ron. I'm speaking directly to you right now. Wow. This is such a Hermione move. Like, I feel like you have channeled Hermione. Like, this is how Hermione's feeling in this moment, even though she, like, tries to stand up for him with Nick, like, to clarify his tactlessness. Yeah, to to mediate it a bit. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm not quite there yet. I have another um, description I'd like to point up. <laughs> Harry looked at Draco holding court. I did at the Slytherin. It's so funny. It's like such a great description. <laughs> I can see exactly what is happening. Loved it. Just holding court. Just holding court at the Slytherin. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Oh God, I can't stand. I can't stand. My beautiful boy. Um, Nearly Headless Nick, though, is funny. Like, Gryffindors are so silly. (laughs) Like, any time I see, like, or come across characters that are purely Gryffindor, like, they don't have another house in there anywhere... They're so ridiculous. Like, it's so funny to me. Like, he's like, I would never not be brave. How dare you? Also, like, rude, Ron. Yes, yes. Again, like, double no tag. No tag. Like, yeah, obviously he doesn't have blood running through his veins. Like, that was just so rude to be like, surely you yeah, don't have... It was also so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, nobody was talking He's about like, that. am I not allowed to use, like, a turn of phrase? It's like, no, Nick, you are allowed to. You are. Ron. <laughs> Ron is so God. Um, the cough begins. Almost my chapter title. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just said Jim has it down 
Pat. Yeah. Do we need to talk about her nonsense speech? I'm just kidding. Pervardi's shade is life. <laughs> I'll be her friend if I don't have to borrow that cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. My queen. Um, I like Big D's tactic, like, with her. I think it's, like, maybe the best way to handle her in yeah. this situation. Um, but you can only, like, get away with it if you have the, that much arrogance and confidence that Dumbledore has. Right. <laughs> and I mean that in a loving way. Also, a lot of patience. Like, even McGonagall. But I don't know if McGonagall has the most patience she of anyone doesn't. in the world. So, but... I don't think she does. No. Um, uh, I'm kind of upset about her speech, so my note, my next note is a, as follows. Get this bitch a lozenge and off Dumbledore's stage. Um, well, more, I guess more specific. More specific. I didn't have specific notes about it. I was like, it's all garbage. V-not subtle, pure-blood opinions. Like, mm-hmm. when she's talking about the ancestors. Mm-hmm. I never, like, really read into her speeches this much before, so. Um, that's new. Um, for those of you who weren't, you know, studying the speech that closely, she says something about, uh, Wow. No, I just mean because it's so boring. Like, everyone yeah. else in Hogwarts is, like, not paying attention to it. I mean, I've never paid attention to it before, but, um, she's, like, the tro- the treasure trove of magical knowledge amassed by our ancestors. Like, I don't know, she just keeps, like, kind of saying, like, you yeah. know, not muggle-borns, mm-hmm. and it's telling. Foreshadowing. Uh, she's saying, like, she doesn't want progress for progress's sake what progress do you think she's referring to like half-bloods as teachers like I don't like no 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 I think I don't think she means it like that I think she means like um I mean she could she could be thinking of like about Haggard and about Lupin previously but um I more thought she was talking about like in education like, we like don't need to, what? like, her, like, whole thing about, um... Like, practical? Yeah, like, about how, like, like we don't need to be teaching, like, the third years how to do, like, Patronus charms, and we don't need to be... Okay. Yeah. Is what I I'm just thinking more of it, like, progress and how we... No, I think... Talk about it today. It could again. be, you know, a double... A double meaning. Like I've never thought about that progress, that way. Yeah. I mean, I do think she might be referring to the half-bloods there. And, like, because of Hagrid and Lupin. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has that whole... Yeah, she has a vendetta against half-bloods. So, I mean, yeah. I think definitely. And, like, I don't know if she's getting at Muggleborns here. Like, that might be a thing that... That's not progress, though. Like, Muggleborns have been going to Hogwarts since the beginning of... Yeah. Literally the school. But then she's like, takes, like, the, you know, Trump view where it's like, let's take a thousand steps backwards. <laughs> Um, in the seventh book. Umbridge is like, make Hogwarts great again. Am I right? That's kind of what yeah, she's saying. Yeah. <laughs> Did Trump read this book? No. No. Trump he hates isn't really. smart about... Uh, no. Trump isn't as smart as Umbridge. Like... Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's a bad joke, guys. I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's good. I'm sorry. I bet Trump did read this book, okay? Mm-hmm. He only hates J.K. Rowling now. I, I bet don't he think read he, it too. I don't know if he can read. 
drunken read. <laughs> he had someone read them to his children. I bet Ivanka's read Harry Potter. Jim. Just kidding. <laughs> they did read Stephen Fry. Oh, I have an update, listeners, on the Stephen Fry oh, v. Jim Dale. Debates. Everyone knows how I feel about my boy Jim. <laughs> well, we had several people, like, within, like, a span of three days write into us about giving Stephen Fry a chance. Give uh, Steve a chance! Which was paired, actually, with me being on a little bit of a road trip. So I did listen to, like, probably a little more than half of the first book of Stephen Fry's, and I liked it. I thought it was very enjoyable, but... Jim Jim, always has a place in your heart. Jim's just better, guys. I'm sorry. He does more voices. Like, it's just a fact there that, like, he just has more um, dynamic... He has a more dynamic voice, I think, than Stephen Fry does. But I did enjoy the Stephen Fry one. Like, I would listen to the whole series. I just, um, it's actually hard to find in America. Yeah, in America. America. It was really hard. Um, I had to, like, go to this, like, weird streaming site. And I had to do each chapter, like, on a different webpage. It was very odd. It was hard to do. (laughs) But um, I would, um, I would look into it. Like, I couldn't even find it on Audible. Like, they only had the American one, and I'm assuming in the UK they probably only have the Stephen Fry one, but just want to let you guys know I did give it a chance, and I did enjoy it. No, nothing bad on Stephen Fry, I should say. No hard feelings. Because a lot of people, um, sent us about the video of, or, like, interview of Stephen Fry saying he couldn't pronounce, um... Or say, like, and Harry pocketed it. Yeah. Which is hard to say. And Harry pocketed it. He asked yeah. J.K. Rowling if he could change it to, like, Harry put it in his pocket or something like that. And she was like, no. And then <laughs> she put it in every book since then. I think it started in the third book. So funny. She's savage. So, like, she, her being like, Like, he's just no. like, I can't say it. And she's like, well, fuck you then. Like, Harry pocketed it. It is harder in a British accent, Pocketed too. it. That's, I mean, an English accent. My bad. Um, yeah. Harry pocketed it. <laughs> yeah. Pocketed Harry it. pocketed it. Ooh. Pocketed it. Pocketed it. Um, it's hard. You have to say it quickly. Yeah. So, I had actually heard that before, um, but it was fun to rewatch that interview. I think that's pretty funny. Like, that's so I think it's hilarious. But also, She's like, so rude. cheeky. <laughs> I feel bad for Steve. <laughs> but thank you, the people who have been writing in of yeah. late. We've really been enjoying the engagement. Yeah, and I did get to experience something new for Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to do a quick interlude there. I meant to update that a while ago, actually. This speech is so disrespectful. Who gets up like that? Like, there was no invitation. You don't see Professor Grubbly Plank doing a speech. And it's, to- I mean, it's, yeah, so manipulative. Like, ugh. It's, it's just so disrespectful to everyone at Hogwarts. And I, I'm with McGonagall. Me Obviously. And Ma- me and Magoo, we're seething over here. It is, like, the way, when she... Interrupted makes sense because it was right after she was introduced. Right. Which I always, I kind of forgot that. Like, I thought she just kind of randomly was like, I'm going to interrupt this speech, but it's like the next line mm-hmm. after he introduces her. So 
I don't know if that's Norma other places. Like, oh, this new person started. Do you want to say a few words? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess Dumbledore could have done that, but... But he didn't. That's Just the point. as our first introduction to her. Like, if she was, like, actually, like, a good character and we didn't know that yet, I'd be like, okay, I could give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, if she was fine from here on out. But yeah. she's not. So she doesn't she's get not. the benefit. Also, it's the way she phrases things. Like, I just don't like her speech. It's awful. Like, her speech would have to change for me to uh, like her. It's also, like, too long and rehearsed. Yeah. That's all I had on it. I had nothing else. We're to my hashtag. Yay! So it's about the line, there was some important stuff in that waffle. (laughs) because it's Harry who says like oh sounded like a bunch of waffle to me which I've never heard used oh I've heard waffle oh that's funny I've never heard it maybe just the name of this but no I don't think so I think it's like it's a load of tosh kind of yeah okay so a load of waffle and Hermione was like there was some important stuff in that waffle what is the hashtag the hashtag is what the waffle (laughs) (laughs) so anytime we're like confused or something is random or it's unexplained what the waffle what the waff hashtag what the waff um did you have anything else on the speech no um no tactic again ron he used the midget word which doesn't feel right saying that even just now yes i don't know if that was the same then when this was written yeah, and i've written i don't yeah, know i will give the benefit of the doubt to ron for those reasons but it's still not great don't feel <laughs> to right. be addressing the student yeah it's also like it is one thousand percent speaking of nose hacked, something my dad would say. <laughs> like, I just was, like, transported to a time where I've been embarrassed in public and been like, Dad, no. <laughs> like, Ron, no. Titchy. What, whatever the fuck titchy means. Um, but it's such, like, an upperclassman, like, Harry to be like, we were never that small. Like, they're really That's small. That's such like, a, like, Harry, you were, you were so tiny. You were a tiny, skinny little bean. Yeah. Like, the wind could flick you and over. And D-Rad didn't help because he didn't grow into a very tall guy. <laughs> yeah, Harry is supposed to get, like, decent. He's supposed to be, like, tall, tall. like Ron. Not as tall but as But, like, Ron. Ron is, like, above average, and Harry's supposed to be, like, I, I imagine awesome. somewhere about like six foot and like lanky yeah yeah yeah. poor (laughs) d-rad um poor harry though again not just for being short but um (laughs) for being a little bean people keep looking at him and talking about him it's like worse than in book two like i always think about how he feels like that with the basilisk but this is like so much worse because they know him like how many times does he have to prove himself to you ungrateful asshole well and because now he's just been through so much more and it's like and i think he's more sure of himself now than like he he was like maybe i am the heir to yeah that was not (laughs) not a good time for him um but yeah i get like frustrated with people like being wishy-washy on Harry. Like, he literally saved our lives every year since he's goddamn been here. I think the Cedric thing is hard for people. And if they read the Daily Prophet. Like, it's not good. 
but like not a good look it's not a good look <laughs> but With the waff I mean I just I can't imagine being a student and we we talked about this like some a lot of students like don't know Harry that well like they don't know what he's done oh that's true that's like the whole thing and like when they when they actually start the order the DA that's what I meant yeah order the little order yeah. the mini order um, yeah, I think, I mean, we kind of touched on it, I don't know, a few weeks ago or something, maybe a few books ago, <laughs> how, like, most people don't really know that much about Harry. Yeah, but it does frustrate me. It makes me mad, because I want to no, protect him. No, it sucks. Him. It sucks so much. I love when he write, does the article. Um, yeah, for the quibs. Because I think that really helps people, like, mm-hmm. kind of understand him in a way yeah. that they've never, like, known him. Yeah, definitely. Because he's, like, very isolated. Like, he doesn't talk to other people. <laughs> like, in any other house, especially. Yeah. Except for Cho a little bit. <laughs> Chang. And he has a tumultuous relationship with Ernie McMillan. <laughs> That's because Ernie's a dick all the time. Yeah, but in this one, he does it. He's yeah. not. He shakes his hand and is like, I believe you're Pata. Or something like that. The little shit. I hate Ernie McMillan. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin Flinch so Fletchley. Oh, <laughs> both of them can suck my dick. JFF? Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> I met another sandy hair boy that sucks. His name is Seamus. He's a louse. Oh, I'm not quite. I'm not quite at Seamus yet. Okay. I met Nev. Oh, I was like nebulous. Nebulous. <laughs> I'm like Nev. Your 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 glow up begins here. You remember the past. Good on you. I won't forget it this time. Yeah, for like a month until I change it. <laughs> I have some praise for Neville later. Oh. Everybody who's proven themselves gets praise from me later. Mm. A certain sandy-haired boy, which I'm now at, does not, will receive no such praise from me. <clears throat> Ugh, is what my first line is. So I think this is pretty, this is like a classic... This problem got very, like, got exasperated. Because I think that Seamus does sort of, like, dig his heels in. Like, I don't think he really intended to, like, call Harry out like this in front of everybody. No. Until Harry started, like, reacting. Like, and I think Harry's reaction is, like, understandable given, like, everyone else's reaction. And given the fact that Seamus is, like, not being tactful about the way that he's saying things but I do think it's like when Harry starts like being like I don't give a fuck what your mom says she's dumb for not believing me yeah when Seamus is like don't talk about my mom (laughs) I yeah I think the way he started it was fine like he was kind of like testing the waters like this is what my mom said and like I also have some cues on like what happened yeah I think he was just gonna like ask like and like can you explain kind of what's going on because you sound you do seem a little unhinged from what like we've been told Mm -hmm. by the paper which like the wizarding world takes the paper like for face value um for right or wrong um but then 
he like didn't think Harry would be upset and I do think Harry's valid for being upset and being like yeah. I don't care what you or your mom thinks and he's like don't talk about my mom it's like you brought up your mom yeah you brought up your like, mom like she's involved <laughs> like and Harry's first thing isn't even like rude against her like she, he's just like I don't care what she thinks. What I'm telling you is the truth. And then Seamus, like, digs his heels in. And then Harry's like, well, fuck your mom, basically. Um, Harry's like, well, Seamus fucks up. He's like, she thinks I'm a liar and Dumbledore's an old fool. And Seamus was like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Which, okay, so he's mad at Mrs. Bennigan. And then, like, Seamus is like, and what did happen? And that really set Harry off. Yeah. Like... I think people have, like, it's understandable why people are curious, and I think it's bad that they would ask him. Right. It's like, you never ask somebody, like, in the military, like, what happened. Like, I you think know. a more tactive, tactic way to do this, ta- like, tactful, there we go, tactful way to do this would have been, like, to wait till Harry's, like, in the showers or something, and Seamus to be like, hey, Ron, what's up? Like, Ooh, I don't think Ron's mature enough to have that conversation. <laughs> me either but I think that's what well, I would have done I, I think I would have not asked Harry directly I think I would have been like hey like I'm trying to believe him I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to get the truth of this story I don't think the answer is to do it behind his back that's not I mean I don't even think that's behind his back I think he's in the shower <laughs> yeah yeah because I think your war like bringing up like a like I would never I would think it would be really rude to be like bring up someone's trauma to them directly. Right, like, I don't think he should be asking it like that at all. I think he'd be like, that, like, you know, we haven't talked to you since, like, you know, the end of last year. Yeah. And, like, the Daily Prophet has been saying a lot of stuff, so it's just kind of, like, confusing. Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, maybe letting, see if Harry says anything. But, see, I feel like that's almost, like, what he does. Like, I mean, Yeah. Like... Yeah, I don't know. I think Ron and Hermione, I think Hermione would have been, like, if you were really, like, torn up about it, like, first of all, I don't think, I think I would have trusted Harry. I don't think I would have believed the prophet. I don't trust the news. (laughs) Yeah, um, I I feel like we're coming from, like, a, from a a fake news world. Like, they're not living in that reality, kind of. Right. Like, they've all, like, especially Seamus growing up in a wizarding household, like, that was, you know, where you got your news. But a half-wizarding household. He grew up with his mom. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think his dad left. Oh, did he? I didn't think so. I thought they, he just, he like, like pretty he found out and then, when, yeah, when my dad found out, but, like, I don't think he leaves. Yeah, but he, he was raised in a... Yeah. Magical household. Like, they watch Quidditch and all that stuff. Right. Like, I think that, like, the Daily Prophet is, like, a very normal part of their lives and is, like, Mm -hmm. that is the only way they got news, I guess, besides, like, the radio, but, um, yeah. Like, today's Harry Potter world would probably, well, obviously, like, after this book, people start to distrust the Daily Prophet as they should, but. Right. I, it's hard for me to blame people for not doing it right off the bat because, like, they don't have any reason not to, I no, guess. No, I, and I wasn't blaming him for not believing him right off the yeah. bat. I meant, like, I feel personally. like, personally, I probably would have just, like, blindly believed Harry. Whether And that could have 
backfired for me too. Sure. Like if Harry was a different person. But, uh, like, I'd have a harder time actually believing, like, the Dumbledore stuff because he's, like, been such an idol in the community. I would be like, I don't believe that. It also seems like it came out of nowhere. Like, the prophet, yeah. I just... Yeah. Either way, I... But unfortunately, they, like, Rita started a bunch of stuff, like, a slow burn on Harry, like, for over a year, it's been, like, kind of building, which sucks. But Seamus lives in the same dorm with him like the slow while the slow burn was happening Seamus should know that that's not like the and I'm not thinking Seamus is reading the prophet at school right you know like I feel like Seamus has less because like most of you're right most of the student body doesn't really know Harry but I feel as if Seamus knows Seamus does but like I'm trying to play devil's advocate a little bit but I just I disagree with Seamus um but like the thing that's that Rita started with with the what happened in um, class, he like left the classroom. Um, um, that in the Trelawney's class, like Harry, like just like has a dream or whatever, and is like talking and like leaves. Yeah, like it doesn't look even if you know Harry, it's like what the fuck just happened, and then, like, the Triwizard thing happens right after that with Cedric. Like, even if you know him, it's like, what the fuck is happening to this guy that I, I think I know? Right. I don't yeah. know. No. I, and they're not, like, that close. Like, yes, they he knows him way better than, like, Ernie McMillan. But... <laughs> Ernie's and I think some, uh, I think he... I think Dean is, like, has probably the best reaction, because he's like, I don't really know what the fuck's going on, but, like, I don't I trust anything Harry. my parents. Yeah. Well, he doesn't say he trusts Harry, but well, he's kind he of, like... Well, he stands up for him. He's, like, he was, like... I feel like he takes that stance, because then Seamus gets mad at Dean for not, like, backing him up. And I think Dean kind of stays firm... Dean just says, like, I don't tell my parents that. That's, like, all he said. Right, but it seems, like, kind of, like, it's directly in relation to the fact that Seamus is, like, well, my mom is saying this, my mom is saying this, and Dean's, like, well, I don't tell my mom anything because I'm not an idiot. Like, he right. li- Well, Ron then- just says, does anyone else's parents have a problem with hair? And he's, like, my parents are muggles. They don't know nothing about no deaths at Hogwarts. So I'm not stupid enough to tell. Right, and that seems like a, like a direct relation to, like, what he said, what Ron said with, like, I don't have a problem with Harry. <laughs> like, I, it just feels like he doesn't have, like, a strong feeling on it. Well, like, sure. I don't think he's standing up for Harry by any means. I think but he he's doesn't just kind act of like, against Harry. No, he's not. No, that's what I mean. Like, he's, like, pretty neutral. And I think, like, that's probably the best way to be if you, like, aren't sure. It's, like, to be kind of neutral. Like, I, yeah. like, I'm fine with Harry. Like, yeah. Like, he's not, like, Ron or Neville. Seamus is, like, and you believe all this rubbish about, uh, like... You know who coming back. And Ron's like, yeah, I do. Fuck you. Yeah. I love Ron in that moment. So yeah, much. really proud of Ron. Like, he doesn't even falter for, like, a little bit. Like, yeah. he, he, you can tell he's very shaken by the whole experience. But he acts quickly. Um, but Neville, Neville. The real MVP. Oh, I think Ron, Ron was my MVP. But I do, I am really proud of Neville. Neville being like, well, my gran, and... We believe Harry. <laughs> like, fully. <laughs> I just... 
so this is kind of what I was like trying to articulate about Neville and this is like part of the reason why I think he'd make a good prefect. Are we getting into this again? <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is Keep kind going. of one of the things no, no, that no. I think of I'm about joking. Neville. Please. Is that um like even like he's you can tell he's like nervous to like say this but like he still says it. Like he yeah. doesn't he gets like nervous and scared about things but like he'll still do whatever is like scary. Like, and I think that's, like, something that, like, Ron will do things, like, when he's, like, passionate or whatever. But, like, if Ron's, like, oh, I don't really, you know, want to do this, like, prefecty thing. Like, he just won't do it. And, like, same with Harry. Like, I just... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Neville, like, stands up for, like, what he thinks is right. Like, in a way Hermione does. But he's not, like, brash about it, I guess. Like, he's, yeah. like, quiet Gryffindor. I don't know. I, like... That's why I think Neville would have been a good pick. I mean, I mean, I do think I was playing devil ad- devil's advocate at, or, like, yeah. you know, st- putting my foot down about this Neville thing. Like, I don't think I genuinely have that strong of a, an yeah. opinion. Like, if Neville was you made prefect... Nev. I do love Neville. Like, if Neville was made prefect, I'd be happy for him right. to bumble through the job, you know? Yeah. Um... And I think he would have, like, definitely come into his own. Right, because we see that anyway. Right. Not even being prefect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he just becomes such a leader. Like, I don't know. I just yeah think that I love Nev. I love his arc. Yeah. Oh, me too. Neville has a great arc. But I think, like, there are signs of it, like, early on, like... I mean, yeah, this yeah. is definitely, like, a very... But even just him being, like, you know, it takes more yeah. courage to stand up to, to your, your friends, friends and your enemies. And I think that's, like, what's important about a prefect. Because, like, that's who you have to kind of stand up to. It's not, like, people from other houses as much. It's, like, people in your own house. That's true. Sorry. I know I already said some of this stuff. No, no, no. I mean, this is... I mean, like, I didn't agree with you last time. I argued yeah. against you. But I, I do I do see it. Um, that's my, my Nev love for the day. Your Nev love? Hashtag Nev love. Um, I said suck it, Seamus, and your mom. <laughs> um, not a good look. <laughs> not a good look. Seamus. Not a good look. I thought you were talking about me. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, n- this is a bad look for Seamus. I remember this. I never liked Seamus after this. Yeah. <laughs> like, even when he is better, like... I'm like, and later in the book. Yeah, yeah I'm like, mm, he's dead, dead, dead to me. Honestly, I didn't like Seamus after he was, like, good friends with Ron when um, Ron and Harry were fighting. Same. <laughs> like, I was like, fuck you, Seamus. Seamus is not a fave. <laughs> he's fake. He's a fake bitch. Um, he the fact that he dates Dean is the only redeemable quality And that's him. only in our hearts and minds. <laughs> Um, so many rat options. I said, literally, my heart is so full for this loyalty. Yeah. Of Nev and Ron. Ron. Oh, Ron was so good. He was um, a good boy. <laughs> Such a good boy. <laughs> That's what actually what my Ron note said. <laughs> it said, I love Ron so much. Good friend. He's so good. Such a good boy. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, and then uh, my last note says Neville looking longingly at his plant (laughs) is like such a great clothing image (laughs) just like go to bed dreaming of my plant (laughs) oh Nev love yeah um 
Yeah, I had so many rat options, but obviously I did Seamus. Oh, yeah. wait, I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> Are you? Trivia. Oh, yeah. I think you're going to get it. Um, who is the first to be sorted, and what house are they sorted into? They're sorted into Gryffindor, and it's They like, say the name multiple times in I this know. chapter. I think it has, like, a U in it. U in... Yeah. U in... Okay, the last name is funny. Like, it's like... Acorn? No, it's not Acorn. No, I don't remember what it is. Okay, it's a, a popular teenage cr- clothing store. Abercrombie. Yeah, you and Abercrombie is his name. Do you know who the last person that was sorted is? The last person? Or the next person? Last person. Oh, shit. I remember the first name. No. Rose. Um... Zeller. Yeah. No. <laughs> Rose not Zeller. Remember. Rose. <laughs> Rosie. Rosie Rose. Okay. Now back to, uh... Yeah, my rat is also Seamus. But I was like, maybe Umbridge. I was also mad at Dumbledore because Harry, like, has the thought that, like, maybe Dumbledore resents him because people are mad at him for standing up for me. And I'm like, that's so sad. It wasn't enough for me to give it to Dumbledore, but I was like, it's yeah. just so sad. Well, we, we know. Dumbledore sucks, but I'm gonna... I was holding off on my umbrage in Dumbledore. I was umbrage until I remembered the Seamus shit happened, and then I was, like, too heated about Seamus to not oh, give yeah. him... Because next chapter is Professor Umbridge. Right. So. She deserves the rat for that one. Yeah. And for every I must not tell lies. Oof. Um chapter proceeding i gave my champ to my nev love um i gave my champ to ron i was going to but then he had those like multiple no tact moments that i was like (laughs) i wasn't as mad about (laughs) i was more mad about the nick one the other one was just like whatever (laughs) yeah um and the food just disgusted you were so mad about the food (laughs) it's just like (laughs) do you have some misophonia you're i guess (laughs) um i gave it 65 points but i maybe bumped it up to like 80 i gave it 102 points wow i really like this chapter um even though i get annoyed with seamus like i i like the drum and i and i like the ability for ron i this moment where Ron stand and I think that's why I probably gave it to Ron, but this yeah. moment like really makes Ron's character for me. Yeah. Um, and other moments like this, like when um when her Ron, Ron stands up for Hermione and is like, um, well why ask the <laughs> like why ask the question if, if you, you didn't want an answer? Yeah. Um, like those kind of moments I like I get Ron. Because <laughs> he messes up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was a really good Ron huh? moment. It was a great Ron moment. Right. Um, and I think, um, but I really am proud of Nev, too. Um, and Gran. Oh, Nev and Gran. Gran gets, like, a bad rap, I feel. Like, I feel like Gran's, But like, she kind of comes through in the end. That's like, what I'm saying. Gran's, like, fine. Yeah. 
Well, I think even, like, the story kind of changes the, like, J.K. Rowling changes oh, the yes. narrative about Of Grant. Grant, yes. After we meet her, I think. Yeah. She's, Grant's lovely, but, um. Yeah. It, like, at the beginning, I'm like, is Neville in an abusive home, too? I mean, kind of. <laughs> Uncle Algie. Al- Uncle Algie. But he got him his plant. No, not a good look. <laughs> Uncle Algie gave him his plant. Membulus Membletonia. Yeah. He's got a mixed relationship with his fam. All right. So next one's the big one. Chapter 12. I'm going to try not to combust as I read. Professor Umbridge. Professor Toad. Okay. I'll work on it. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please... Um, Give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, We appreciate all the reviews, and and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.